Mike's Daily Podcast. F -f episode 1253. 12.53. Hello, it's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway. Located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today we hear from Shelly Schuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer. We bring you the segment, the News Bleed section. Because our news is really runny today and there's some interesting news items. Mike's Daily Podcast. And yes, I have something to say about Captain America. Mike's Daily Podcast. Civil War. I was talking to someone who watched the movie and there was someone who didn't think it was groovy because they read the comic book and they said it was better when it was read in the drawings the civil war mike's daily podcast the movie made it more of a comedy kind of laughed it up you know mike's it wasn't really a daily life or death podcast. fight except for yeah between black panther and Winter Soldier. Those two really wanted to kill each other. But the rest of the time, it was just sort of, let's eh, punch each other. But it was, a, it was a good, everybody liked the movie that I talked to. I just had that one little issue about the, I mean, I liked the jokes in there. I like to see all the superheroes doing all their superhero-y things. And then we meet Superman, a uh, Spider-Man rather, no Superman. That's a different thing. That will never happen. That, unless it's some kind of Roger Rabbit sort of where we brought together Disney and Warner Brothers in that one movie, the Bugs Bunny and the Mickey Mouse side by side on the screen. That will never happen. It happened back in the late 80s, early 90s. And it can't happen ever again because the, 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 those two franchises are billions, trillions of dollars worth now. And why make trillions when we could make billions? Exactly. Not the best recording of that, but then right after I watched that, Oh, Spider-Man was what I was trying to say. The new Spider-Man, who's a young British kid, I think. They like to get the British people. Wasn't Andrew Garfield from England? Great Britain? Aye, now you could be Scottish all of a sudden. Aye. That's my Scottish accent. Do you like it? Eh, I'll talk Scottish to you the rest, rest of the show. That's my California Scottish accent. I hope you liked it. Petey Green. There's a documentary on Netflix about Petey Green. Watch this. It will amuse you and enlighten you. Because as I will admit, I had no idea who Petey Green was. He was a black talk show host out of Washington, D.C. Who became, he became nationally known on the BET network. And it was also a show where I, you probably have seen... Some of you have probably seen when Howard Stern was on his show. Howard was just starting to get popular as a national talk radio talk show host. Shock jock. Look who just walked in. And he was on the Petey Green show. And it was crazy what went down. A lot of discussion about race. You will never hear it discussed in such a way. And Petey Green's life was interesting. He died of 
uh, I think it was can- liver cancer. He drank a lot. Probably was the cause of it. But somebody walked in. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Shelley Stewart, the chef supervisor. Chris Evans is hot. Yes, Chris Evans. Shocking. He was Captain America. He was also the torch, human torch, in uh, the first creation of the Fantastic Four with Jessica Alba. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. We got to be kind of quiet because I think there's some people here at work already. Here at work? You mean we're at cafe anyway? We're, everybody is having a good time. Except you. You were talking about the end of the world. You two song. I love you too. Because I'm Floyd the Floorman. Excellent. Mike Matthews. Let's talk about Chris Evans somewhere. No, that's okay. Please. All right. Well, he tried to do some kind of serious movie. Oh, he did that. What was the one? The winter one. He did not the Winter Soldier, but he did something about. Ah, you're probably saying it to me right now. I'm not going to look it up. You look it up. No, you look it up. You look it up. Hey, I also wanted to mention an interesting situation I had with a Safeway cashier. His name was Matthew. A couple Fridays ago, maybe even last Friday, I was trying to get my $5 Friday chicken. And I've complained about Safeway and $5 Fridays before. And yes, it's just a bunch of white people, first world problem situations. But Matthew was bagging so slow. Everybody was so annoyed in the line. Nobody said anything, but it was probably because he was bagging so nicely. And it was so slow and with such care and so tender. Like somebody had some meat in their bag or uh, that they want, you know, they were just, they had meat on the conveyor belt thingy. And he went and he got some, a plastic bag, went out of his way to get a little plastic bag and put the meat in the plastic bag. And he goes, there, now your meat's in a plastic bag. You know, we need to be responsible baggers and take that job away from the cashier. We need to be bagging it as the customers. It's a bagging society now, my friend. You need to get on that. And here's today's podcast picture. Take it out of the cashier's hand, cash register person's hand, whatever they're called, and bag it. Just bag it. Look who just walked in. Oh, wait. Look at the podcast picture, I mean. I'm missing all the cues on my podcast today. I apologize. My voice still is not quite up to snuff. 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 I'm snuffly. That's a podcast picture of a Livermore winery. And they have a beautiful outdoor section where you can sit under this canopy of greenery. These vines that are intertwined. And it's green and leaves. And that's a... I'm not going to say the name of that Livermore Winery because quite frankly, I'm a little bit miffed. A little bit snuffed with the Livermore Wineries. They seem to be demanding more and more money to go wine tasting. Used to be free. Now they want five bucks. Now they want ten bucks. Now it's just out of control. And that was too bad because this is just over a span of six, seven years that they've gotten so greedy. Because they're trying to be Napa Valley. And you're not Napa Valley, you're Livermore. So shut up. Wow. How did that happen? I got all angry. Go to MikeStaleyPodcast.com. You can call me with your angry uh, comment. Calm or not so comment. And that phone number is 
MM Daily. Oh, we got a call just now. Oh, wait, let's first play, play the segment intro. Oh, my God. Email for me now at your calm and not so calm mess. So Mike has a podcast. Anyway, we'll talk later. <laughs> hey, John Deere, the engineer. This is uh, Jarrell, also known as Jarrell DeMay on Mike's Daily Podcast. Uh, Mike currently has kind of a little nasal uh, inflammation. I was wondering if you had any idea what a cure was for that. Anyways, I uh, hope to hear it on the show also because I'd like to know myself. Thanks, buddy. Later. Hey, that was me. What the? That's Jarrell laughing. And he does a segment called (laughs) So, John Deere, can you answer that question? Yes, well, he's asking. Jarrell is asking why you have a little nasal information. Now, nasal inflammation. Well, according to Google Translator that translated what your voicemail from your friend Jarrell said, the transcript says nasal inflammation. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that, yeah, tell me, well, what... Do you have any idea what a cure for that... It, what if cure was for that anyways? Yes, Mike, that made sense. Google transcript is what that's... Yes, anyway, here's what you do, Mike. Blow your nose. Okay. I'm not going to do it on Mike. All right, I'll do it right now. (laughs) There, I feel much better. Good. All right, thank you very much. That was good. We we got that out of the way. Thank you, Jarrell. We'll have to do another Jarrell in the May with you very soon. Mike'sDailyPodcast.com is where you can find that phone number and other ways to reach me and other places to listen to the show and other podcast pictures and a great way to help out the show through the Amazon link. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon, click on that Amazon link first at mikesdailypodcast.com and that helps us out. There's also the PayPal. If you do that, you'll get a special greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters, including John Deere, the engineer. Isn't that right, John Deere? Yeah, okay. If I feel like it. If you feel like I'm... Okay. Yeah, and there's uh, the... Other things like the past interviews I've done, most recently with Irene Pena, the singer-songwriter from Seattle. All that is at mikesdailypodcast.com. And now the segment, the news bleed section. No puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. So apparently senior officials in the Russian government celebrated Donald Trump's victory over Hillary Clinton as a geopolitical win for Moscow, according to the Washington Post, according to U.S. officials who said that American intelligence agencies intercepted communications in the aftermath of the election in which Russian officials congratulated themselves on the outcome. The ebullient... Reaction among high-ranking Russian officials, including some who U.S. officials believe had knowledge of the country's cyber campaign to interfere in the the U.S. election, contributed to the U.S. intelligence community's assessment that Moscow's efforts were aimed, at least in part, at helping Trump win the White House. Because they love Trump, and Trump loves Putin, and Trump defends Putin every chance he can, and that's just weird. 
Other key pieces of information gathered by U.S. spy agencies include the identification of, quote, actors involved in delivering stolen Democratic emails to the WikiLeaks website, which Julian Assange went on Sean Hannity's show. Sean Hannity, a huge fan, a huge friend of Trump. Julian Assange was on his show afterwards. Sarah Palin said he wanted to apologize to Julian Assange for all the mean things he said about him because Sarah Palin's brain is easily mushed. And you can do whatever you want with her brain. She is like a, what do you call it? One of those uh, Play-Doh. She's Play-Doh, she's clay, she's malleable. I'm trying to think of something. And disparities in the levels of effort Russian intelligence agents entities devoted to penetrating and exploiting sensitive information stored on Democratic and Republican campaign networks. But once it appeared that Trump was in the lead, why, look at that. When, when Trump was in the lead in the Republican campaign, uh, we, you know, all the Republican candidates going against each other, the Russians said, no, let's go, let's mess up the Democrats. Let the Republicans win. I think this is what happened. What do you think about that, Trump? Wrong. Oh. Anyway, the other interesting piece of news, cafe anyway, 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 this shocked me. TBS is planning to retool late night talk show Conan. You know how it's a daily show like mine? Now it's going to be a weekly show. Weak. That's so weak. Turner CEO John Martin told The Wrap. I got this off The Wrap and MSN. It's not immediately clear when this will occur. The chairman spoke to The Wrap at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas last night. Or Wednesday night. And explained that the show has worked best with O'Brien on the road. The comic and late night alum has recently taken his show to Cuba, Berlin, South Korea. Those trips have proven a boon both creatively and ratings wise with Nielsen. Martin also believes one hour weekly shows will prove better for the show. Samantha B does exactly that. She's made some waves of her own since her show Full Frontal launched on TBS. TBS has become this total like Comedy Central wannabe. Have you noticed that? That's what it is. Like that. Such as that. Part of the reason for the switch, Martin said, is that late nights just too crowded and competitive. And Jimmy Fallon is just killing it. What? He didn't say that last part. But he added that O'Brien is holding his own. However, James Corden, too. People loving him. Because they go viral. That's what it has. you have to do. That said, Conan regularly loses in Nielsen TV ratings, the cable competition, The Daily Show, even though that doesn't have the John Martin, or John, Johnny Martinez. I worked with a guy named Johnny Martinez. Hey, Johnny Martinez. He went by the name Johnny Martin, though, on the air. Yeah, he all Anglo-fied it all up. Uh, but that was, no, um, John Stewart is what I meant. Conan producer Conoco did not immediately respond. Well, what are you going to do as we go outside a cafe anyway? We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. 
I'm a daily podcast. Unlike other podcasters who said that they're going to do theirs weekly. And then they end up doing it monthly. And then they end up doing it not at all. I do it daily or I try to anyway. If they let me. Who's they? We can't go into that right now. The Russians? Who it could be. Is it the Russians, Trump? Wrong. No? Well, next show, it's going to be Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Have a great weekend. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do a Sunday one. We'll see. I don't know. I'm going to really try and rest this here face, nose, nasal, throat section of my body. And hey, Sylvia still listens. That's good news. Because, um... Thank you, Sylvia. I wasn't sure if she was still listening, but she had lunch with a friend of mine, Leilani, who for some reason does not listen to the show, but Leilani said, hey, Sylvia said she listens and heard you're sick. So thank you, Sylvia, for your concern. Hey, and anyone, you can call 336-MM-DAILY. That's because of my initials, Mike Matthews. MM-DAILY, 336-MM-DAILY, and leave a message. We'll play it back. It'll be fun. Have a great weekend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Next show, Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster.